I think that where do you start is usually where most businesses are struggling, especially because the hackers are moving so quick. And if you can shorten that gap and enable them to start something, whatever that is quick and iterate on it, small and mid-sized businesses have a much better chance of being able to go toe-to-toe. Welcome to the Twins Talk Tech Leadership Podcast, where we highlight and explore the views of thought leaders and organizations across the tech industry. We're presenting topics on leadership, sales, and trends from our perspective as individuals and, of course, as twins. Welcome to the Twins Talk Tech Leadership. You ever wonder why people get into things that they get into? We're going to have a fascinating conversation with our next guest. I want to welcome you back to Twins Talk Tech Leadership. We love doing conversations about people from fascinating backgrounds, and today is one you're going to love. Kyle Hansloven hails from the U.S. intelligence uh, community, where he supported defensive and offensive cyber operations for the past decade. After leaving at NSA, he co-founded Huntress Labs and actively participates in the ethical hacking community as a Black Hat Conference trainer, STEM mentor, DEF CON CTF champion. We're going to have to ask about that. Additionally, he served in the Maryland Air National Guard as a cyber warfare operator. With his background in software development and malware analysis, he enjoys making hackers earn every inch of their access within the networks that they try to compromise. Kyle, welcome to the program. How are you, bud? Well, one, I'm pumped. Two, that intro was amazing. So you, you got me going even more. So thanks for that. Well, when people meet you, Kyle, they are instantly overwhelmed because your energy is there. You get excited about the little things. And I think that helps when you're having conversation. But you have a fascinating background. I mean, you live in Maryland, or you're from Maryland, Ellicott City, Howard County, down the road from where I am or was. Tell us about your journey. Tell us about the background, what got you into this world, and how or what led you to start Huntress Labs. You know, most good hackers have like some awesome story about one day the FBI showed up and they offered me a job. Mine is not that sexy, but I did start at 17. I joined the armed forces and had the opportunity to work and support uh, NSA and GCHQ, which is England's equivalent of NSA. That's fascinating. How how did you get over there to England, you know, and get involved in that aspect? I think I won the lotto. And what I mean by that is it was my first duty station and I was traditional communications. I came over there taking care of, think of your basic IT, server maintenance, and some of the security suite. And then I got the opportunity to kind of expand beyond that. What I think is fascinating, Kyle, is we think about war today. It's not the same in terms of how people engage on the battlefield. It's now mostly done on the cyber warfare front. It's done on the back end. And then we might get engaged with the bombs, right? But people are seeing governments attack each other on that way. We see all the time businesses being compromised. That's really the battlefront, isn't it? Yeah, you're nailing it. And there's even a fancy government word they use, which is cyber preparation of the environment. It's a super fancy word. And it literally means, hey, I know one day there's going to be a conflict. I don't know what type of conflict. It could stay cyber. It could become kinetic or physical. Uh, And so quite literally, like through the acronyms, which the government is the worst about, even they're agreeing with you. Yeah, that is the new battlefield, and it comes first. Oh, I love it. I love it. And, and I'm glad you were able to touch on it. And the truth of the matter is, in our world, we're talking so much about a business that's being attacked and not our country. We're not talking about the largest businesses in the world that reside in our country being attacked, but other governments. And that's what's happening. I want to ask you this from being in the networking front, and we're, we're all the time attending conferences, we're at gatherings, 
if people were to say, Kyle, what is the Huntress Labs pitch? What's your elevator pitch? How do you get people to just understand what it is that you do on a micro level? What's your pitch? Yeah, I always try to pitch to my mom, no matter who it is. And if I can convince my mom, and it usually sounds something like this, hey, I know firsthand that the threats out there are getting crazier and crazier. The attack service is more and more broad. What if I told you that I could take away both that headache and the management and deliver you essentially outcome? And you can imagine I tailor that to who the audience is. And that usually allows them to say, oh, you're managing something in cybersecurity. How? And that's a good elevator pitch. Like, that's all you want is the next question, the next meeting. You want them to say, tell me more. That's exactly what you want. And if you can get that headache away from me, I don't have to worry about managing it. And I can ask the follow-up. That's perfect. And I'm glad you did that because in our space, there's so many that don't know how to quite articulate their mission or their, their value prop in that way, in that short way. And I like the way you said it. Convince your mom. Can convince someone that, you, that knows who you really are. You can't put a wool with their eye. They know what you're about, and you can do that. Cybersecurity is definitely a pressing issue for SMBs. We talk about these small, mid-sized companies that could go broke, bankrupt if they were compromised in some way that could affect their business. What, in your mind, from your experience, has been perhaps the most significant challenges that some of these businesses can encounter when it comes to cybersecurity? Because they don't know what they don't know. So what do you see as the biggest challenges of them either being aware or addressing this area? We'll be right back after this short break. I am delighted to announce that App Meetup's customers can now benefit from the presentation and speaking training courses with our integration and partnership with DSB Leadership Group. DSB Leadership Group is committed to providing training and resources to support professionals becoming more effective communicators and increase their impact and value. And that is the reason why App Meetup and DSB Leadership Group have formed a partnership to make sure that our MSPs, which is you, can be effective and powerful speakers in the community. Whether you are hosting a major conference, a specialized training, or a year-end corporate event, finding the right keynote speaker or breakout speaker should be at the top of your priority list. Partner with Elite Speaker Services to book speakers according to your specifications and needs. Elite Speaker Services has the depth of speakers and the experience to bring you peace of mind and a successful event. Go to EliteSpeakerServices.com for all your event needs. Let us deliver the message your audience needs to hear. Let us deliver beyond your expectations. Are you an MSP looking to strengthen the relationships that you have with your clients? Look to reinforce your value by maximizing your QBRs. Simplify the approach by turning any account manager into a virtual CIO with a humanized IT framework. Visit humanizeit.biz and start to create genuine human connections through better conversations rather than just presentations. Humanize IT. Are you someone who dreads public speaking? Does the mere thought of getting up in front of a crowd make you break out in a cold sweat? Well, fear no further because there's a solution that can help you overcome your fear and master the art of public speaking. Introducing our book, Talk It Up, a guide to successful public speaking. This comprehensive guide is perfect for anyone of any age in any profession if they want to improve the public speaking skills. Whether it's for a work presentation, a conference, a job interview, giving a toast at a wedding, or even a TED Talk. With Talk It Up, you'll learn how to craft and deliver a powerful speech that engages your audience and leaves a lasting impression. 
You'll discover techniques for controlling your nerves, protecting your idea, projecting your voice, using your body language, all to keep your audience engaged. Plus, you get tips on everything from creating an outline to using visual aids to managing a Q&A session. Imagine being able to speak confidently and being able to captivate your audience. With Talk It Up, you can become a skilled public speaker in no time. And the best part, it's available on Amazon. So you can start reading today and take your first steps to become a confident public speaker. Don't let your fear of public speaking hold you back any longer. Order your copy of Talk It Up today and start speaking with confidence. Part of your question answered it. When you don't know what you don't know, how in the world do you cross that chasm? How do you learn what that gap looks like, especially in those non-technical words? So the education, the next part is, what do you have time or when do you have time to be able to just go and do something about it? And then where do you start? I think that where do you start is usually where most businesses are struggling, especially because the hackers are moving so quick. And if you can shorten that gap and enable them to start something, whatever that is quick and iterate on it, Small and mid-sized businesses have a much better chance of being able to go toe-to-toe instead of being behind the curve. I love that. And, and I do want to ask a follow-up about the SMB space, but before I do, what you're saying reminds me of a game of chess. It's they're finding ways to compromise and get your king, and you're finding ways to counteract that and maybe even become more offensive in that approach to ensuring they don't get in. Is that right? Yeah, my favorite part about your question is, Well, chess is a human-to-human game, and so easy is it to think, oh, hackers are this whatever, right? It's the malware. It's the software. But it's really human minds going back and forth. The thing I love most about hacking, though, is they're not just asking, how do I use these chess pieces to kind of do what they do in a way that you're not expecting? But they're often asking, can I make this chess piece do something it can't do, which is a whole different dimension, and I love that challenge. we're going outside the rules there. I love it. That is so true. How can I manipulate this? How can I make this adjustment to gain an upper advantage over my opponent? I love the way you look at that. I love that. Because it's true. Something in our minds, we might want to just be rigid and just follow this system and cross the T's, dot the I's. But then we know that the hackers are out there not thinking that way. They're finding ways to find our weak points. They're trying to penetrate. And this is what they're doing. They're thinking outside the box. Why can't we? I mean, I wouldn't play by the rules. So, yeah, of course. <laughs> you know, what's what's interesting about a lot of small and mid-sized businesses is what they would call their limited resources. And they all cry, I don't have the money. I don't have the resources set aside for this. And so they might struggle to prioritize what I would call securing their organization. How do you address this with SMBs? And how do you help them to understand that it's not about thinning out or removing that budget, but it's about making sure that they allocate the right resources because... If they get attacked, it's not about can they, it's the issue of when they will, perhaps, but how do you help companies overcome that hurdle of it's too much money? Yeah, first off, even the biggest companies of the world, I'm talking about Fortune 500, Fortune 100, I still hear I don't have the resources, I don't hear the people, so it might just be constant, but regardless of what size, it always comes to a textbook answer, and the textbook answer is, well, at first you have to understand your risk. But if you really peel the onion on understanding your risk, that means you got to know your environment, right? you got to know what you actually have. And it turns out when you know what you have, you can then at least start kind of articulating, okay, 
How would I secure that? And then you move on to the advanced things of like, I don't even know what I have. And you can imagine that goes back to that answer earlier, iterating. So I know that's a little bit layered of what I just said to you, but know thyself goes really far. And then you can start taking the baby steps to figuring out, you know, maybe what you don't know about yourself so well. I love that. And that's why it's important to have a company like yours come in because you can see the things we're not seeing, the things that we're not aware of, and give a view that I think would help them open their eyes and see the importance of prioritizing cybersecurity at their organization. Yeah. And ideally, you know, anybody that you use out there, if they're really providing value, not only should they prioritize, can they just take care of it for you? Can they just, you know, make it monotonous or take the monotony out of it and make it commoditized? Yeah, I love that. You know, I heard you speak, Kyle, and by the way, I love, love hearing people speak and present and some of them just stand out. And your message stood out for me when I heard you speak recently. And you talked about the importance of awareness and education and what you love doing at Huntress Labs is educating. So let's talk about companies that perhaps are coming in and asking for help, not realizing that their lack of awareness at the home front, their biggest areas of compromise might be their own staff and employees. Maybe they're using the same numbers, security passwords. They don't know what they, what they don't know. We said that earlier, but how do you work on that area of education? I believe that's key. They may not understand the role of employee training, but how do you address these SMBs that don't know the value of educating their own staff? So I go again, I think about my mom, she was a salon owner, and I really spent a lot of time on like making sure, hey, how could I articulate to her, her staff, et cetera. And the one thing that came out, it actually came not from the cool cyber hacking stuff, but like behavioral science, that it turns out if you use analogies, if you use repetition, you give positive enforcement, all of these things show that like folks will retain. And it turns out a lot of that stuff, if you can add some fun to it, and parallel those two things at the same time, people then want to learn, want to train. And it's much better than here's your computer-based training. Uh, I'm going to test you and I'm going to send you an email and make you feel bad that if you failed, like that doesn't actually reinforce positive behavior. So again, it's a little bit of, um, you know, not just what you do, but how you do it that makes a difference. Love that. I love that. And I think that's important too, because we got to reinforce the right behavior. We got to help train the right mindset. And no one wants to learn being under the microscope. No one wants to learn being scolded. You know, they want to be encouraged. I'm learning something different. I'm learning something new. I'm learning I'm not just protecting myself. I'm protecting my organization. And when you have great staff and employees, they want to do that. They want to protect the company because they believe they're a part of that. And I think that's why it's so important. I want to ask you this about MSPs. I mean, you work with a lot of MSPs. What about the role of an MSP being more active or proactive with their clients? Because a lot of them... I would say want to become MSSPs, but they're really not. They don't really know what they're talking about or doing. But how do you help encourage them to say, look, don't be afraid of having to increase your charges, your rates, but you've got to learn these avenues to protect your clients in the long run. Yeah. And I would, I love that you use the word proactive and I hear and see exactly what you're saying. So giving you, I guess, big props on validating that, yeah, a lot of MSPs are asking, how do I add that extra S? You get paid a little bit more. You get to have a little bit more services. All that's good. And I usually see, I guess it would be twofold. One, it would be, how do I move from proactive of thinking ahead and good defense? You really have to almost get predictive. You really have to be able to say, I don't know where the hackers are today, but based on all the things I know and including knowledge that I don't know some things, how do I predict where it might not happen and then layer enough compensating controls? That's big words, but it just means... You know, you hear people of security of yesterday would say, 
layered security, but it really is kind of like, you know, the, the way I keep my pants on right now. You put a belt and if you really need to, you throw some suspenders on it. That goes back to that analogy and positive reinforcement and I got you laughing. So those little things and then apply it to very specific places where the humans are, like you said, they're always going to be some of the weakest. So if you can reinforce those humans and more importantly, I think you alluded at the end, actually motivate them to be part of that front line. We are totally sleeping on what great people can do to hackers and how much they can thwart them. I, I got a couple of questions that we get wrap up our time. I want to ask you about your logo, about your brand. What I really appreciated going to conferences and seeing your team, they reflect that. And that yet they're very unique and authentic in how they dress. One of your staff guys had a bow tie on, but it had the hunter's colors. It had the hunter's little logos on it. And then you had other staff members, one had like a suit jacket, one had like a, a polo, but they all had reflected the same color scheme. And I love that. But you told a story about how you came up with the logo. Would you mind sharing that with our audience? Because I think it's fascinating how you help project in your girls. And being a dad of a girl as well, my twin having two girls, we want them to believe that they are able to make the difference in the world that they want to see, that they're powerful, incredible young ladies, young influencers. But tell us about the logo and, and how you got this culture built where everybody reflects that. We'll be right back after this short break. Are you projecting the right image to your market? Are you optimizing your name recognition and presence online? Elite Public Image is a leader in strategic communications and marketing solutions, ranging from public relations, brand communications, and content marketing strategy to social media and reputation management for businesses, professionals, and VIPs of all types. Whether you're looking to develop a spectacular brand or need a brand refresh, look no further than Elite Public Image. Visit ElitePublicImage.com and let Elite put their experience to work for you. Are you an MSP looking to strengthen the relationships that you have with your clients? Look to reinforce your value by maximizing your QBRs. Simplify the approach by turning any account manager into a virtual CIO with the Humanize IT framework. Visit humanizeit.biz and start to create genuine human connections through better conversations rather than just presentations. Humanize IT. Are you tired of struggling to keep your team motivated and engaged? Do you wish there was an easier way to develop your employees' skills and build a high-performing team? Well, look no further than Mercury Learning Library and Coaching. If you're a tech company that values happy, high-performing teams and leaders, Mercury is the solution you've been looking for. You all have access to online training, bi-weekly group coaching to power up your employees, their skills, their leadership skills, their sales, and public speaking. And for CEOs and business owners, we have an offer exclusive just for you. It is a training track to help you lead your company to success. Here's the thing. Your employees want to grow and develop. They want to be motivated and engaged at work, but it's not always easy to know where to start. That's where Mercury comes in. We provide specific development tracks for managers, employees, and HR leaders to help them achieve their goals and reach their full potential. Hey everybody, I'm Christina and I'm a brand and image strategist where we consult you on how you're coming across, how your total brand, um, social media, the way you speak, the way you look, the way uh, your website looks, and it's all important 
and encompassing especially effective communication. So I have a book that I'd like to recommend. This book called, called Talk It Up by David and Danny Sue Brown does exactly that. It goes step by step and it tells you exactly what you need to know. It is very easy to follow. It will boost your confidence. It will help you communicate effectively to your audience. Teenage girls, for one, uh, they don't split hairs. They will tell you how they feel. And that moment early on when they were kind of questioning, and I would say simultaneously criticizing, Dad, why are all your hacker friends nerdy guys? Uh, More specifically, their question was, Dad, do hacker girls exist? And I was like, okay. When you have that type of thing looking you straight in the face, and they were earnest. They weren't like BSing. They were kind of like, where do they exist? That's when we realized we needed to be thoughtful. And, you know, there's a lot of great companies out there that have hyper-masculine names, right? CrowdStrike. Think of something like that. And that's nothing wrong with that name. But Huntress, we knew we were going to hunt. Why couldn't she be, you know, that uplifting, motivational character, right? Why couldn't she be that approachable expert? And all the way down to her eyelashes, that was there for the girls, making sure that they felt welcome. And that thing about when you make somebody feel welcome, or the word we use is belonging, When you really get that right and you make sure people can express themselves, you can put boundaries on maybe what the color, you know, or maybe how we say it. But what's beautiful about that is when you say how you say it, the what, right, what they wear, how they dress, et cetera, that's them. They feel like they belong. And so I think it even starts at the top from the name, the purpose and vision comes the culture, the humans and the end result you can make as a company. I love that, Kyle. And that's so important. And I think that could be so missed in organizations, especially some that are growing like yours, you're almost crossing 100 million revenue mark. I think that's powerful. We're chasing it for sure, right? If this economy keeps going the way we're going, we're going to blow right past it. So Kyle, what's next for you? What's next for Huntress? Uh, are you at liberty to share anything with the audience about what some of the things you're working on as you go into closing off this year, maybe Q1 of 2024? Yeah, yeah. Let's uh, let's talk business first. What's next? Uh, for me, uh, what's funny is we're just beginning. Uh, I had The question was asked recently by an analyst hey, we we think that you're going to go public. Is it true? And I said, yeah, we are preparing for readiness. You know, readiness gives me the option to do whatever I need to do. And the thing about readiness, especially going public, some people ask, well, is that the end? And for a company like ours that secures small and mid-sized businesses, there's over 34 million of them in the U.S. alone, but we only protect today 110, 115,000. So when I say it's just the beginning, I mean, even statistically by numbers, it's just the beginning. We haven't come and secured the 99% the way our mission wants to do it. So uh, that's what it looks like in the business life. And as for Q1, you can imagine doubling down wherever hackers are going to go. Hunters needs to already be there. Love it. And I just love the mindset of a hunter, the mindset that you put into the logo, the team that you're building. I don't think we even have time now, but I want to get you back on because I'm going to ask about your background, helping our government, helping the military, what it means to get into hackathons, what it means to be a STEM mentor. These things are so vital and so important. But what I love about what you shared is that you look at the culture, you're looking at the people, you're finding different ways, innovative ways to stay on the edge. If you ever wanted to know what this man is like, what he's doing, I'm telling you, try to keep up with them. Follow what they're doing at Huntress. Their people are everywhere. They're doing great things. Learn more by visiting Huntress.com. Kyle, thank you for joining me. Thank you for being part of this. I appreciate the partnership. I look forward 
to keeping up with your journey, seeing what you guys are doing there at Huntress. I have one big thanks for having me and two, just absolutely pumped about the next combo. Thank you for listening to the Twins Talk Tech Leadership. Please subscribe, download, and share this program. Learn about sponsorship opportunities and become featured on our program. Follow us on LinkedIn and other social media platforms. Be sure to also give our other program, Twins Talk It Up, a listen as well. We will see you next time in the next episode of Twins Talk Tech Leadership.